hi everybody this is chilisa thank you so much everybody for coming back to my channel and if you're listening in the podcast thank you so much for being here it is february 24th 2024 today is saturday and i'm here to do a follow-up video on the jennifer Dulos disappearance case regarding um Michelle Trocona's trial that is happening right now and the reason why I wanted to do a follow-up video because as you guys know if you follow me before um, I have been speaking about this since I learned that a mom from New Canaan was missing back in 2019 um, so I'm here to follow to do this follow-up video because I also have been, have been very active speaking about this case on my Twitter account, Julissa Designs, you can look me up there and join the conversation with everybody else that's there too. So right now, the the case went to opening statements are coming up next week, right? So there's a couple of things that I noticed about this, among many other things. And looking at the trial day after day and looking at all the evidence that was presented, we know that Jennifer Dulles was murdered, right? That's a fact. And I also know it's so hard to even, you know, I came here a couple of weeks ago and told you guys um, how there's a whole art exhibit that was happening here in Connecticut in favor of Michelle Troconis. That to me was shocking, right? But specifically this week, looking at the trial this week, I you learn a lot about Michelle Troconis and the way that they're bringing experts and um, psychologists and et expert witnesses for the defense, um, people that get paid $600 an hour and all of that, and people who have dealt with very famous cases in the past, you can only think, the family of Michelle Troconis is, is very wealthy. And I am very concerned right now. I don't know why I was thinking this, but I think it was early this week. There was, a, or late last week, something happened about her mother, Maricela, um, was accused or somebody saw her trying to communicate with the jury and trying to do some type of hand signal. And because right now, um, closing statements, I guess that's, that's what it's called, it's gonna happen this coming week on Tuesday. I am very concerned about if she was able to kind of communicate somehow with the jury, um, with the jury, I'm concerned about any type of, this is so weird. I don't know, I've been praying about this case, you guys. I don't wanna accuse anybody that has done anything. But I've been praying about it, and I will, I'm very concerned about any money being given to. I know it's illegal and all of that, but because, let me go back to my, I'm very concerned that they might try to give some type of arrangement to the jury. Because obviously this family is very wealthy. The Trocones family has money. It's very obvious. The way they're, they've been dealing with this case and even like knowing from Michelle that she was able to, she has an apartment in Miami. She also had an apartment waiting for her in Colorado, where she was ready to move over there. And she was also living here um, with Fotis. And she also said in the interrogation videos that she used her money and she had her own business and all of that. It looks to me as though this family is very wealthy and 
the way they're bringing all these expert witnesses and the salary that these people get from even coming to a trial or just by, you know, there was a lot of emphasis on that. So to me, the conclusion that I draw from that is that these people have money, right? It doesn't take, uh, you know, it doesn't take too much to figure that one out. And because Maricela, Michelle Dracone's mom, was somehow trying to speak with these members of the jury, I'm very concerned that something is going to be done. Obviously, from looking at the trial, like I said, and all the evidence presented and things that have been happening during this trial, you know they are de- they are desperate because there's no way somebody is going to sit in the trial accused of conspiracy to murder somebody and she's going to get on her phone constantly on her phone it was like last week when something was said about it and she was no longer allowed to bring her computer um it's almost kind of like nonchalant i know she's playing this character michelle trocones is playing a character they don't speak english character even though fotis was greek and they had a relationship and he didn't speak spanish but now she wants to tell the world that she needs a, a translator. By the way, Michelle Trocones was born in Tennessee. And I understand some, sometimes people are born here and then the family moves overseas or whatever, right? But her mother, at her age, she speaks very good English. And her dad is a doctor. They all speak English fluently. For her to sit and be like, oh, I need a translator throughout this whole process. And even seeing her saying that she's not going to testify yesterday, having a translator with her is so, is so sarcastic. I don't know how to describe it. Like we watch hours and hours of your interrogation video in English. And you, when you're about to speak with the judge, do you want to ask for a translator? Because you need. It's almost like she she needs to keep playing this character that she's playing, and it's so bizarre to me the whole thing. Also, the whole art gallery thing is crazy to me. These people couldn't even wait, like have some respect for the victim. Wait until this whole trial is over. At the end of the day, when everything's put on top of the table and everything's being presented. This is all happening because Jennifer Dulos died. And she's being accused of conspiracy to that. And you have an art gallery celebrating her. The lack of moral of Michelle Troconis and her family is crazy. For her to, even in the interrogation video, she actually corrected one of the detectives and say, my name is Michelle. It's almost like because she got together with the merry men, there was some type of competition there. Oh, I must be better than Jennifer because he he's actually living with me. And Jennifer is dead and she's gonna carry this whole competition in her mind. That's why she's so willing to not even say anything about Jennifer. Like you not even like have some sympathy. You're all about, you know, trying to get people to come to you um to the court like this is some type of um, competition, you know? Like whoever is the most popular is gonna win. And it's not about that. And that's what's crazy to me, for her to be so disrespect, disrespecting because she, once she plays along with this character that she doesn't understand English and she needs a translator. Like for her to, like for her, even yesterday, she, 
there was a there are always reporters out there um when they finish the court the whole family comes out with her and when they the family always speaks right and when she's done they're done speaking they ask michelle you want to speak and she says no gracias in spanish like are you kidding me who are you what is your character that you're playing you're not fooling anybody we know you understand the language we see you talking to the police for hours and hours and now it's almost like they remember hey by the way you know speak more spanish so they remember that you need a translator it's so crazy to me the whole thing um also her friend that testified yesterday i believe is so weird there are things that i'm like man you know in the beginning i used to go back and forth i'd be like no she has nothing to do with that there's no way and then like i said before in, in previous videos everything changed for me my belief about her involvement or somehow knowing something when the starbucks surveillance video came out because i'm like there is the body language is giving them away okay and something regarding that because if you've been following the case you know that the starbucks surveillance video happened um the visit to starbucks excuse me happened after they were dumping bags of jennifer Dulos um bloody clothing uh, along albany avenue hartford and then after that was done like three stops right not 30 like they say before three stops after that was done they walk into a starbucks and they saw the body language gave them away 100 percent so regarding that her friend that testified yesterday she said she has a decorating business in Sinsbury, and Michelle was one of the rug um, suppliers for her. The morning of May 24, 2019, she re um, reached out to Michelle because she went to her store. Um, her friend said that they met around 11 a.m. on Friday, May 24, 2019, and it was her, her business partner, and Michelle. They met for 45 minutes regarding the payment and she was asking her about you want cash or you want check whatever and then she said you know uh, the friend said the friend said i rushed the meeting a little bit because i was traveling to london the same day so you we said our goodbye i gave her the payment i said our goodbye she said take a lot of photos and then that's it here's the thing about that whole ordeal according to michelle her friend was talking to her when Fotis was dropping the the trash bags, right? But here's the thing. Her friend said that they were testing, testing, not on the phone. She, Michelle said that she was on the phone talking to her friend. But what I find weird about how the whole interaction is that her friend said around 7 p.m. she was, she tested Michelle saying that she was in the Uber going to Boston, I believe to the airport. And then she said, can you believe this guy is trying to do uh, change some oil in the car or something? He could have done that before, whatever it was about the car. But she said, then she kept talking to Michelle about getting to costumes and getting through the airport. And then she said the conversation ended like I'm on the gate right now. What I find weird about the whole interaction is that on May 24, 2019, you said, okay, um, that you said your goodbyes to Michelle. And you said, she said, do you take a lot of photos from London, this and the other? 
and then you're gonna you kind of like you rush the whole meeting in the morning because you need to go right you're planning a trip and you're flying out the same night but then you reach out to her again saying you're already going through customs and like who does that according to your own testimony you're dismissing her saying i just wanted to pay her because i was leaving then i was rushing the meeting so that i can go on with my meeting unless you were transporting something to london that you have to speak with michelle and say oh yeah i got through custom now i'm at the gate everything's good to go what are you communicating about you spoke about the rocks for 45 minutes she you gave her the payment she said have a good trip take a lot of photos and then you're going to talk to her later in that day like usually i don't travel a lot but when i travel i don't want to get on the phone with people i want to make sure i'm i'm navigating the airport right I'm going to the right place, you know, if whatever, if I have to use the bathroom before anything, I'm not going to get on the phone and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going through custom now, this and that. And how convenient is that 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 happened, according to them, with their right on Albany Avenue and Fotis is dumping the trash ca- the trash bags. It's so weird to me, um, the whole interaction with them. And also her friend said that she had some evidence that would help Michelle Trocone's case, but she wanted, she didn't want to talk to the police because she didn't trust the police. Okay. But she's your dear friend. That's why the, the prosecution was added with her because it's like, you had a great information to say, to, to help your friend. And you're going to, you don't want to talk to the police because you don't trust them. I think it's, I think the whole thing is just weird. And when something is off, it's a reason for that. When you feel like somebody's like, huh, something is a little weird about this. Like, if you have a business transaction with somebody and you're like, I want to get this done early in the morning, because I'm 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 going to I'm going on a trip. I just want to get her payment, talk about the rocks that I'm gonna order, whatever the conversation was. The last thing I'm gonna do five hours after, because they met at eleven. She said for around 45 minutes. The last thing I'm going to do, reach out to the same client friend again and talk to her going through customs, going to the airport gate. For what? You know? Like, what was happening there? And how convenient that that phone call happened right when Michelle was driving in the car with photos, dumping trash back on Albany Avenue and saying, I don't know what he was doing. I had no idea what he was doing. She knew everything about Fotis. She knew everything that he did. She knew everything about Jennifer Dulo's case with the kids and Fotis and the divorce and all of that. She knew everything except for that. This man that you were so upset two days ago that he spent the visitation at Jennifer's house instead of going to Grace Farms is driving around different Tarashka in a place that she said herself she had she they usually don't go there they never been there in a shady place because they don't there it's not familiar to them and she's not gonna question hey what are you doing here and she said she did saying he just kept saying oh be quiet like this and the other but you see her there when she opened the door to the car and he's dumping an envelope that's not construction things that they uh, use trash cans for. Like, it's just weird. You're going to see. 
this man that you gave, you know, you made this man move you into his family home and make his wife have to move out with their five children. Even if the even if they say 50 times the divorce was friendly, perhaps for this lie to her, to her, but you're going to see the wife move out of their home. And you're going to be like, well, you know, she moved out. So I just like, it's just so weird for us to think that she had no idea what he was doing. The body language at the Starbucks said everything to me. Like after that, I didn't need to see nothing else. The way she's acting, you know, using the computer, tweeting about the case, like it's almost like you want to say, hey, take it seriously. You don't need a fan club to show up with you every time because it's not a competition about who was better, you or Jennifer Dulles. It's not about that. But because she got involved with married men, she will always see it as a competition. And that is so sad that she doesn't even have the respect and moral morality to be like, hey, you know, like, let's not do all this stuff. She doesn't care. There's a lot of carelessness that comes from her. Even though she wants to play this character that you know, she saw, she doesn't do anything. She works with horses. She's like a therapist and all of that. Looking at the the, the behavior, even, I don't even need to hear the audio, uh, the Starbucks. It was just weird. And having the chimney going, the chimney going during a summer day, um, you know, like, it's just... I don't know, man. I just, I I don't know. It's just, if it doesn't make sense, it's because it doesn't make sense for a reason. So let me know what you guys think. I've, I thought that there's so much to speak about this case. So much. I think the defense put, put on the worst defense I ever seen. And the state did such a great job. The lawyers from the state, I believe it's Manning and uh, McGinnis, two lawyers are doing, they did such an excellent job interrogating the defense witnesses that it's just crazy. Michelle is in a competition with Jennifer Dulos, and you can see it because she's, she, they were trying hard, the defense tried hard. But when you see their friend, the friends in common that photos have with Jennifer and then with Michelle, I think it was a couple that testified and the wife gets emotional talking about the case, how one the night before they're celebrating, how it was going to be a good outcome. And then everything changed that Friday. She got emotional. And then the, 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 the husband, her husband testified saying that Jennifer Dulles will never leave the kids. This whole thing is that Michelle Troconis forgot that good character, right? You can never make people lie about good, how good a person is, especially if that person is already gone and has such a horrific death like that. 
she thought that because they they were f- friendly with her, they went to the dinner party, and they were you know they were good with her. They're gonna forget who Jennifer Dulos was. It doesn't work like that. So let me know what you guys think so far. It's gonna be an interesting week. I think to be honest, I feel like the jury is gonna come back really quick. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming back to my channel, listening to the podcast. Have a good day. God bless.